0: This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tih,
1: assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno,
2: and Maya Solano-McDaniel, shodan and student at Aikido Fresno. All
0: right, so not student in teacher?
2: I don't know. Yeah. I, I haven't. It doesn't. It doesn't roll off. <clears throat> it doesn't. Tongue. I don't
1: know. Feel there. See, I never say student, even though uh, the majority of my time here, I am probably studying. More than I'm actually assistant instructing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably yeah. a little bit. Uh,
0: that's I don't know both.
1: I mean, because even when I'm studying, I sort of am assistant. Yeah, instructing. instructing but.
2: That's true. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. All right. So episode yeah. two uh-huh. in season the season two, two <laughs> in which we are laying out a how are we talking about what it, uh, a, a way to think about uh, martial arts and. Uh, conflict
0: yeah it's like the martial art trinity or something right so it's like
1: okay we got a name for it now it's
0: like this idea that uh, in order to understand a martial art you have to understand that there are three major components and what each of those how each of those components are informing each other and those three components are the actors the context and the system and so when you're talking about something happening in martial arts you have to understand all three of
1: those
2: now I'm picturing like like I don't know martial art trinity is giving me like I'm I'm, I'm having imaginations about like like some kind of like Sailor Moon transformation sequence
0: oh, so they all come together hot. in like a,
1: a triangle like a uh, uh-huh. yeah 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 that some kind of like the, and then uh,
0: oh context you're so silly <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then it forms this mega yeah uh, I, uh, IQ, dude, yeah aikyogiri yeah like a yeah throwing people around like a
2: big robot in a hakama
1: a, ooh, I don't ooh. know.
2: I'm writing a kid's show. Yeah, I'm working yeah, on
0: that's it. That's fine. That's <laughs> all right. That's all
1: right. Yeah. So we sort of set up all of the ideas in episode one. So if someone's coming into this episode, and you're like, what are they even talking about? Go back and listen to the other one. Uh, and then today we're going to talk about actors. Actors. Gonna, yeah. yeah. So we're hitting actors all today. Right. So we'll break all that down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Here we
1: go. <laughs> Woo. I feel I was way. The uh, I know that there's music that gets uh, uh-huh. put in later. Uh-huh. I just don't know where it is, so all I right. was kind of yeah. give some well, time. Well, if you
0: if you listen to an episode at well, some point, you probably hear. It. I mean,
1: that's probably true. It, then
2: it would ruin the mystique for him. That's it
1: true. Would. That's true. I yeah. approach these all as just like, when it's done, it's done. Yeah, I know it exists for somewhere. Uh, you know, somewhere. <laughs> I'm the you know.
2: Josh's memory erases after every single day. And that's right. <laughs> he wakes up.
1: It's a new day. <laughs> it sounds kind of nice. In yeah, a that'd life. be crazy. <laughs> short term, short term or long term? I because I like my. I like to keep what I already know. Yeah. Yeah, just
0: short term and
1: anyway. one day memory. Yeah, you so. got
2: the the childhood trauma, but just no, yeah, that's right.
1: no <laughs> recent memories all that. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. That's right. That's the shit you want. <laughs> um, all right. So actors. Yeah, so actors. So so basically let's talk about what an actor is. An actor is the person who's enacting the system. Like that's that's what they're doing, um Specifically inside of a context. The
2: type of person.
0: Yeah, the type of person. Yeah. And and understand that While all people probably wear these hats at different times, when you're looking at martial arts, you're trying to see it through a particular lens, right? So, I mean, maybe people who um, think about, like, the diversity of the martial arts, maybe they look at all martial arts through a multitude of lenses, whether they themselves are personally looking for that or not. But, like, they say, like, oh, you know, like... Um, uh, Chinese wushu is like um, very like um, yeah. I mean, I would say it's artistic, like that. It's like trying to create an aesthetic and
1: well. So let's hold on. Let's lay out uh, some of these for people because I feel like we're jumping in before we right. right yeah.
0: Out. So what I'm trying to do right now is set a foundation that when I start talking, see when we talk about what the specific lenses need, are, right, right. then we're gonna say we're gonna say oh well I'm that oh and I'm that right, and I'm right, that right. and I'm I that see what you're and right. so like what I'm trying to do right now and, and we'll go into what they mean in a second, but that, you know, whatever you're seeing, you might say, oh, that's a cool martial art for this kind of person who's not me. And that's like a real enlightened sure. viewpoint of it. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, an unenlightened viewpoint, which I think is most people, they only have their lens and they think all martial arts are designed for that lens. And so that's why they say martial arts suck. Right.
1: Because you're using your lens to look at something that is
0: not. And they don't
2: even know that they have a lens. That's
0: right. And what's worse, and I think we're going to dig into this in this episode, they don't know that their lens is one of many right, like so right, right. They, yeah. yeah like that yeah yeah that they don't have a lens because everyone must see it that way because right. that's the only way to right. see this thing yeah
2: i feel like i encounter this a lot like watching or reading things that other martial arts talk about is like oh you really think that that's how everyone sees right conflict? what's right.
1: really interesting though and this is the the one that i love is uh when someone with a particular lens thinks that they're looking at it through another lens, uh-huh. you know what oh, I'm saying. So we'll I mean, yeah. jump into this, but yeah. like that's the one that I think I see a lot uh, is where you think that you're you are doing something with it that you're not. Right. That's um, exactly right. That's
0: exactly right. So
1: um, and so, you, I mean, kind of all of us at one time oh, yeah. or another. Of I mean, course, like, you yeah. Know, I'm yeah. Not, oh, you know, yeah. I don't want to.
0: I mean, portray. I think <laughs> I think for me and why I eventually was able to understand this concept. Um, and maybe other people figured it out, and I was just too dumb to look at their work. Yeah. But but for me, realizing this was kind of big, and the reason I'm able to have realized this is because I've looked at a bunch of different systems that I all think are valid, even though they're doing different, different kinds things. of things. Yeah. And so then realizing that it's like, well, if someone in this system saw that system, they would say that system was stupid. But the person in that system would also look at the other person Susan and say oh, that's stupid. That's dumb. And they'd yeah. both be right. Right, right. Right? Like. Yeah. Um, anyway, so – I think when you start uh, wanting to break down what these actors are, there are two major groups of these actors. There's six total. There's two major groups. Each one has three in it. And like I said, there might be more, um, but I think I really think this is it. Um, And the two groups are there is the self-fulfillment group and there is the external development group. Right. And so the external development group is trying to do something to and with the outside world. And the other group, the personal development group, is trying to achieve something for themselves. Mm-hmm. Were
1: you uh, calling this something different last episode?
0: I I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know what these aren't solid. But yeah. vocational yeah, is vocation, what I said yeah, yeah, or career yeah, yeah. or – but the external world is like – those are generally jobs, right? So like policemen are these sure, kind of sure. people. Um, soldiers are these kind of people. Bouncers, bodyguards, like these. these are people who – are doing something with the outside world, very likely paid to do mm-hmm. that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, although, like a protector could be a self protector, like. But the payment, I guess, is then that you survive. So, sure, sure. but there's some kind of external need being filled by mm-hmm. this job. Mm-hmm. Where the other one, no one needs you to do that, but you. You feel, need you to do yes. It. You need mm-hmm. you to do that right. Right. Yeah. right.
2: Yeah. Well, it's funny. The, it's <laughs> it's hard because like, I'm sure that like we'll get into this, but like you know people who are motivated to be a soldier. Are internally motivated they feel it maybe that it's their like life purpose to go and um stand for their beliefs and whatever like but like that still involves them interacting a lot with the outside world where i feel like those internal ones like the scholar or the artist like they could do their study of martial arts
0: All by themselves. All by themselves. Even
2: if there was no one else on the planet, they could still do it apart from needing another body to do it with. And I think we have
1: to, and I think using the external external, uh, is a good way to say this because I think we have to... separate these separate the thing from the 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 vocation the job because as an artist i could have a job that's martial arts sure as a competitor as a competitor as a scholar as you were doing this i was like well where does a coach fall into this right right Uh, and so uh. i think we have to pull apart like the or at least be very clear when we're talking about this and to not put the the job description the vocation and and keep it as the the type of right thing. And that, I know. think I
0: think you're right. Um, the one thing that I, I I I think why I originally was thinking like vocation and career is because like so Maya was saying like a soldier might feel personally fulfilled by being a soldier, and that makes sense. That's why someone chose that field. But a soldier can also feel guilted into having to do that job, even though it's not fulfilling for them anymore. I can be the soldier and need to be the soldier in this situation because we need to stay alive. And so I have to be a soldier. Whereas the artist, they wouldn't be an artist anymore because there's nothing to support the structure you know sure, what i mean sure. like yeah, yeah. and in fact that becomes a different thing so like if you look at i had a friend who's a graphic designer and she was like graphic designers are the sluts of the art world and i so think that's that's, that. that's like a horse yeah, but, yeah, what, but yeah. like what's important about that is that like she feels like she had to sell her skill to make money right. and that no longer is fulfilling the need right. that she has as an artist. Right. Right. And so like if you you can't with the personal development ones, you can't take the personal development out of it or it just become something else. Right. You know? right.
2: Yeah. So maybe like the the external ones that we're talking about, like vocational, external, however you want to say it. Like there's a sense of duty. Uh-huh. Maybe, uh huh, uh-huh. yeah, um, yeah. That yeah, like yeah. that is very present in all of those because
0: it's baseline survival, stuff. right? Yeah, you know, if you do a sp- yeah fancy so spin kick, who cares? I, I right.
1: think that's maybe more in line as we're saying this is like, um, you know, the hierarchy of needs. We talked about this a right. little bit, and where the these roles fit within the hierarchy of needs, right? Might mm-hmm. be a better way to to look at it, right? Um.
0: Yeah, the, the hierarchy of needs like so. The self-development group, that's like actualization, which is at the top of Maslow's hier- hier- hierarchy of needs, whereas um, the external motivator one is at the baseline right. survival. Right, of,
2: protection, survival, that's right. Uh, war. Like That's right,
1: that's right, that's right. <laughs> Okay, so the, yeah, the two. So I think yeah. we've sort of set those, those things now. Right. So, so let's, now let's let's lay we it can down. jump right. into like.
0: So, so for the external motivators, there's three groups or three kinds. Um, one is the protector. And so the protector, their whole job, and this is how we're going to sort these out when they start getting confusing, their whole job is to protect. And that could be protect myself. It could be protect someone else or something else. But the job yeah. is to protect. So, so
1: I, I would say, uh, and just for the sake <laughs> of it, as we're moving again, because I think like jo- if we start putting jobs in there, it's going to get confusing for people. Like Here, what I do for money versus right. like my – so maybe intent or I don't know. There's probably some other word that, that – but the the motivator maybe. Right. Yeah. Um, Mm. Is what you're saying, yeah. right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah.
0: Um, and then I, I we need to flesh it out more, but but I'm just going to kind of hit what the key of each of these are, and then we'll come and flesh them out. But yeah. so the protector's sole job is protection. Okay. Yeah. Then we have the enforcer. The enforcer's job is to enforce a pre-agreed upon set of ideals, right? So like, um, and that, those could be your own personal ideals, right? So you could be a vigilante who's off like enforcing what I think justice is or whatever. It could be uh, I am enforcing uh, city or county policy, right? So like police officers, right? Um, But my job is to enforce, right? And actually, before we get out of this section, I want to kind of talk about how they all relate to each other because I think uh, particularly enforcer and protector can be easy to mix up in your head mm-hmm. but they're different mm-hmm. they're different animals yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so so uh, there's the enforcer and the enforcer's job is to enforce an ideal to enforce a status quo then there is the destroyer the destroyer's whole job is to destroy it could be people it could be things whatever you know like A destroyer would be, uh, you know, normally like a soldier whose job is to go destroy stuff, go shoot people, blow up stuff. That's what their job is. On a personal level, we don't really have this. It's kind of crazy, but like a serial killer or something would also be a destroyer. Where it's like, uh, they just want to Dexter, yeah, Dexter, yeah, 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 Uh, yeah, and and Dexter, Dexter, yeah. So that's good. Let's use Dexter. (laughs) We we can come back and talk about that, that, which is which is really important because I think there is again, there's easy to make confusions between enforcers and destroyers mm-hmm. and destroyers and protectors, right? Uh, okay, true, yeah. Um, and so like, if we look at a character like Dexter, um, oh, Jesus Christ, yeah, I don't want to half the whole show. <laughs> well, I mean, no, it's easy for me to think of Dexter. I'm just thinking, will it make sense to people the who haven't people seen, have seen Dexter? Dexter. Yeah. Right? So, Dexter's uh, a
1: serial killer who kills serial killers.
0: Right, that's right. He's a serial killer who kills serial killers, show on HBO, um, in the show— Um, He is a psychopath, so, like, he doesn't have emotions about stuff, and he has this desire to kill. Um, And his father, who was a police detective, gave him this code that uh, makes sure that he only kills bad people. So he
2: can express this need to kill while still doing it within at least some kind of moral, moral confine. Con-
0: right, you something. got it, you got it. Okay, so when we're looking at Dexter, <laughs> and as De- that was,
2: sorry That was, sorry, I realize that's now a very confusing
0: it's one It's a to very, suggest. yeah. Sorry. Only <laughs> for,
1: but if you've seen it, it totally it, it makes, makes sense. Right. Yeah, and so
0: we'll hit this, we can hit this from a ton of yeah, angles, it, but let's yeah. talk about Dexter for a second, okay? Yeah. So in that, if you basically get what we said there, and if you didn't, you could watch, you know, a YouTube recap of Dexter. But um, so basically what happens with Dexter is Dexter's a destroyer, that's his- that's the actor yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. The right. lens he his sees His motivation through, uh, is, is, is to destroy. Okay. Now, his father, who was very important to him, was an enforcer. Right. And so the enforcer, in
2: Forced uh-huh. upon his own son, uh-huh. upon his son, uh-huh. that
0: made the secondary hat that Dexter wears. Second, right. Uh-huh. Enforcer. Uh-huh. Now, because he's a destroyer, Dexter's a destroyer. Man. He sees enforcement through the lens of destroying, right. uh-huh. as opposed right. to how uh-huh. his dad would see, uh-huh. which is enforcement sometimes requires destroying. And so, right. these two, an enforcer and a destroyer, could meet. At right. this point
1: so of a code, this mm-hmm. is an interesting point uh, that I think we'll see as we're going through all of these. Is that there is there is always going to be overlap, uh-huh. and there's going to be you will, but there will always be a the a preference, a preference of, right. like the the like a main and then a secondary, right. yeah, And yeah. and sometimes they'll they'll loop together, and maybe sometimes they will change for you depending on what they're doing, like right. soldiers, for example. You know, they're destroyers a lot of times enforcer might be, have to take precedent right? Yeah. Um, because of whatever situation they're in. Right. right. But that, that is seen through the absolute lens right. of the first hat. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing with protectors, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, protectors may need to enforce things because they know that it's going to protect you and they, you know, whatever. Right. So, right. And, destroy, you know, you can right. move through the sort of, and it's
2: interesting sorry just to hit the Dexter thing one more time um the the place where destroyer and enforcer meet for Dexter obviously he like the only way that he can enforce or see to enforce is via de- destruction. complete destruction. Right. Like the only way that he knows to to solve the problem of there are bad people in the world, which his dad has told him there are bad people in the world that need to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. The only way that he can deal with them is to kill them. Right. Whereas his dad, as a real enforcer, like that is his whole right. thing, and he has many skills to that's handle. Right. That's right. An, an and enforcement it's funny because if you think about
1: this, uh, like sometimes he may be be uh masking in the role of even protector like he could probably Uh say yeah uh i'm protecting you because i'm keeping you from he does that (laughs) dexter's
0: dad's secondary hat Uh is protector right because he's protecting dexter from From himself from society and society from dexter all of those things yeah so dexter's dad's secondary hat is protector
2: and in dexter in the show will often use self-protection because he's being hunted by the cops or they're they're close to catching mm-hmm. up on him, he uses this idea of self-protection and he uses that as a, a reason to be able to destroy That's because exactly his true right. thing is still destruction. That's and right. so he goes, ooh, I'm, I'm being hunted by the cops. Well, this is a good excuse to kill someone because, like, otherwise I'm going to be found out and I have to protect myself. That's right.
0: So Dexter's third hat uh-huh. is protector. And uh-huh. so if you look at the dad, the dad's third hat is destroyer, destroyer uh-huh. right? Destroyer. And, and the reason is because to Dexter's dad, who's like a hardened cop, Nothing is off the table for him to enforce the law. Right. That's uh-huh. what he cares about, is enforcing right, the law. Right, right. So like of course because I'm an ultimate enforcer, everything's on the table. That means killing people, protecting people, whatever. It's on the table because I have to enforce. And so that is still a part of him and he can let that part of him touch Dexter mm-hmm. and Dexter's big part can touch his dad right. and then they, they can, can meet. they have a bridge yeah. that uh-huh. they can yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. And then to bridge us over to our other category, the internal category, Dexter also has a piece of himself, a small piece, but he is also an artist. Like right. the way that he does In his murder. destroying, <laughs> right, right? Like right, he right. has a ritualistic, right. artistic appreciation for murder, right? And I, I would call that he sometimes wears the artist hat, right?
0: So we we can do this with all of them. Let's get yeah. away from Dexter because I'm sorry. anyone uh, who doesn't know Dexter right now like, is now like, oh, I gotta, oh, gotta what go. What the look, fuck are talking about? Yes. So gotta so it's Google cool. That, and if you yeah. know Dexter, which is popular, then sorry I got
1: excited. Yeah, it's cool. Um, <laughs>
0: we we could go through the whole thing, but we can do this with any archetypes. You could do it with Star Wars, or we could do it. it. Doesn't matter. Or what right. because these are like primal archetypes for people in conflict situations right. and so in conflict what are you seeing has to happen right right and so um the the external group in i would say in a sense is the truest martial arts group right martial actually maybe i should say the truest martial group right. and then the arts is it's the other group. is the other group uh-huh. right uh-huh. and so like so i think when we think about classically this yeah. we go like oh the those people
1: are the real people mm-hmm. so it's interesting to me and i wonder and this isn't this is uh, this is tangent taking us on a tangent when we're looking at a martial arts do we is there one from each that we borrow do you know what I'm saying? You like a system? Like so if we're looking at the system or we're looking like whatever. If it is a martial art, does that mean that there's we have one over here oh. and one over here. So I like, I am like, a I think protector I get, uh-huh. artist. I am a protector scholar. I am a destroyer artist. I am a destroyer like you know I, I, I don't saying?
0: understand like I'm getting confused because like I don't know if you're talking about systems or actors.
1: Systems. I'm talking about like the, yeah, it's a system. So, okay, like, or, so system. yeah. So, if, if, I'm, if we're saying like whatever the system Just is. Just pick a system randomly. Uh, so, let's say Aikido. Okay. Because it is a martial art. Right. Do I have to have one of those three from that other side to make it martial the, the and martial.
0: art? Um, okay. So, let's talk about this, and I think this will hit it. Um, so, look, in truth, People who are externally motivated generally don't study martial arts, as probably most people listening to this podcast think of them, right? And uh-huh. what I mean by that is mm-hmm. like cops. Sure, they probably, unless they're a sure, martial sure, artist, sure, right? Sure, sure. And and like so, you know, if you're a martial artist and a cop, th- you're like, well, that's not true of me. And it's because you're you're both, right? You you have a job and you also have a like martial interest. arts, right? right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um cops might dabble in this that and the other and I've dealt with a lot of cops and most of them have studied a few different sure, systems sure. but not really seriously
2: like And they don't not, consider themselves much I guess artists.
1: My, my 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 hang up I think is just how how I'm ter- like you know terming the system and uh-huh. so it's I've answered it in my head no. Yeah but I mean I think I think what <laughs> you're saying here's
0: a really good thing and we need to flesh it out cuz it's been brought up and so now people are thinking about this like um so those people, protectors, enforcers, and destroyers—they only study enough to help them do get the, the thing do the done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, that's why, like, you know, I talk to cops, and it's like, you know, they might even be a black belt, but like, they're not—they're not like people who are lifetime martial right, artists right, 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 because right. they only need enough to do their job. And so, once they hit that, then it's like, well, it's fine. why right, would I do right, anything right, more, right. you know? And so that's why a lot of those people kind of have this like. No duh about a lot of martial arts stuff it's like well of course right just what you're gonna do yeah yeah. right because they don't have the internal motivation that a martial artist has uh, right uh Uh Uh, like like a full martial artist and so like to answer the question like do you have to have two hats in order to um study a martial arts system for to be a martial artist You have to have at least one hat. That's self-development. So
1: I think my Uh question – I think the better question would be in order – and this would be a different podcast, a whole podcast, and maybe we could do one. Uh In order to call it a martial art, Mm -hmm. would you have to have both? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean I think when we get to systems, that's that's exactly what we'll hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So my question was not – (laughs) <laughs> that's okay. Like, yeah, it took fine, me a while to ferret through what I actually wanted to know. Right, right, yeah. right. And 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 that's why for the purpose of what we're talking so, about now. So cause... I
0: think what's what's cool here, and like this is a confusing thing. You have to understand that there are three distinct categories, and they all inform each other constantly. Sure, yeah. And so that's why for the longest time I couldn't really break down what context was because. There were two other things I had to think about right, to fully get right, it:
2: system right, and right, actors right, as right. well. That's
0: right. And so yeah. these three, this trinity, can't be broken really if you want to actually fully understand it. Yeah, that makes sense. Do um,
2: you want to talk about internal?
0: Yeah, people? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. so those are the, the externals, and their goals are basically what they say: the protector's job is to protect, the enforcer's job is to enforce, and the destroyer's job is to destroy. Okay. Then we have those who are internally motivated. And this means that inside I have a yearning for something that has to be quenched. And that's not external, it's internal. And so I'm horny for knowledge. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's that's exactly right. (laughs) Knowledge (laughs) or aesthetic or (laughs) uh, achievement, right? Right, Like those. That's exactly what those are, right? Yeah, yearning. I think that's a great word. Yeah. Right. So, um, so I think the the classic example in this is probably the artist, and the artist wants to achieve art. And that is its own podcast to talk about artists. Maybe we've even done one, actually. Yeah, Um, yeah. yeah. But it's like this desire to uh, express explore or develop the human condition right uh-huh. and and of course that could be external that i'm doing it for someone else but really the motivator is always me mm-hmm. there are a right. lot of painters who just paint paintings and don't show them to people right, right, or right. take pictures right. or whatever it is yeah, yeah. Um, because a lot of people do art and they have to know. do it right right and that's why you know later people discover and all, this motherfucker was a sculptor and they right. you know like they're doing it all sorts um so, they, the, they need to. Right. And so, what I would shorthand say this is, is the artist is trying to achieve an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, that doesn't mean it has to be beautiful or any, any, normally how we'd attach the word aesthetic, right. but they want a look, a feel, a vibe. Mm-hmm. And, a vi- yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to like.
2: match what is inside. Right. Yeah. To
0: match what's inside. Right. Yeah. And that's the expression, the exploration, or the development of what's inside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they got to let that out. And so, um, you know, uh, well we'll come back and talk more about the martial arts that do this but but so that's what an artist is okay then we have the scholar now I'm using the word scholar really loosely here because what I mean by it is someone who's into the thinky parts of martial arts. Now, this doesn't mean that they're an academic scholar, right? Like, they don't don't necessarily follow a rigid course of study, <laughs> but they want to know how shit works, mm-hmm. right? How does the physics of this work? Are there magical things out there? Right, Are right. there super powerful people? Are there systems that cannot be stopped? Are there whatever crazy shit? Right. And it could seem asinine to someone who's not them, but they like mentally Exploring what that thing is. These are
2: people like that have like a burning question and then they get it solved and then they get a new burning question. Right. And they right. just keep having right. more right. burning questions right. about, in this case, the martial arts right. and like what how how's that work?
0: Right. Which I mean I would say this is the hat I wear, right? And right. like yeah. because I'm just constantly like, oh,
2: how does that work? Right. Well, yeah. How does that yeah. work? Yeah, yearning. You're yearning right. for yeah. knowledge. Right. <laughs>
0: Um, and so that's that's their the the scholars' thing is they just want to think about how it works and know how it works, and that's it, and they, they don't even really care if they do it mm-hmm. just that they know
1: how right. it works right and this these are the people that uh sort of collect all of the information about a thing, so they'll sure. be able to tell you the first person whoever did it and uh you know what their thinking was and how they and there there are different bins like
0: that bend i would say is like the historian kind of guy and like there are tons of these people and and you know someone could be all these but there's like a historian guy there's like a curiosity guy uh-huh. there is like a cultural guy yeah, yeah. there is a true guy right what's the true practice of karate right right, like, right the right. true yeah. practice <laughs> right uh-huh. like um and so like i said you, you don't don't confuse it with academics um it's just someone who wants to know right so like yeah. a like a martial arts philosopher yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. almost like you uh-huh. know um they want to understand the logic of it or, or how it works okay then We have the competitor, and the competitor is the trickiest fucker um, because the competitor looks to a competitor because the way they see the world is that they're in competition with the world. They always want to be the best. And so a competitor always thinks they're probably the best destroyer, best enforcer, best protector, best artist, and best scholar that there is, (laughs) right? right, right, right. Because they're competitors. That's the hat and the lens they see everything through. So this is why sport guys will always tell you, well, really, sports stuff's the best stuff. Everyone should do sports stuff.
2: This totally explains the attitude that, like, a lot of this kind of person has, which is either I am the – like, the thing I'm doing or I am – endeavoring to be or already am the best Uh or this thing whatever it is is worthless Uh like they're very Uh very dismissive of anything that doesn't fall under what they see as like the bestest and most important right and so like they do this a lot with certain systems like that's stupid or that's not like that's not in the rule set that's cheating that's unsportsmanlike like they're very quick to go like "Mm -mm, mm -mm, that's stupid Mm -mm." yeah right right. or they're like hell yeah, yeah that's right. the yeah. best. I'm going to get that. that. That's the most that important would thing. That never
1: work or, you know. Right. Yeah. And yeah. always seen through a like – Like very, it very is black that and white. That's right. And
0: that's a lot of times why destroy – or sorry, competitors confuse themselves for destroyers mm-hmm. because destroying in lots of ways seems like the most powerful thing. If you can destroy something, you really have total control right, right, over it. Right. And yeah. so – they go like, oh, well, I must be a destroyer because I, I feel like I have total control over everything because whatever I compete against, I win, I, right. you know, like mm-hmm. – um, or if I'm not winning now, that's where I want to get to is win. So the lens of the competitor is this real tricky bitch, and it it thinks it's kind of everything, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, all it is is someone who competes against other people, and that gets in the way of the other Mm -hmm, the other mm -hmm. attempts, right? So Uh a competitor trying to be an artist looks like someone jacking off, right? You look at their (laughs) art and you go like, whoa, cool picture of a fucking your mom's face, bro. Like who cares? I don't connect to that, right? Because they're only thinking about, look how badass I paint or look how badass my mom is or whatever, right? It's so funny.
1: I think you see this a lot uh, now with just because of like social media and like everyone wants to be a celebrity or whatever. And so you see all these people who are like – you know, little kids playing guitar solos is this to me uh-huh, where uh-huh, it's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. cool, you could do this awesome thing. What is what 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 is it for? Like, right. What do you do? Right. Like right. what what what's the where's the heart of it? Right. Right. You right. know, and I think it comes from the same place. Th- where yeah. It's that like, like
2: obsession with um like uh, being a virtuoso. Right. I
1: want to show. Right. Instead of like. Yeah.
0: Because they can't fathom because like. A competitor is not an artist, but they think, of course, they're the best artist because they're a competitor. Right. And so like when they can play badass guitar riffs, they're like, see, I'm the best guitar right. player. But anyone who's an artist and comp- cares about guitar goes like that was soulless. Right. The thing you played was soulless because right. you only were playing it for you.
1: Well, and also a lot of times what happens, and I think this is probably the martial art uh, in, in the martial art as well, is like um, because they have mastered a skill. They think that they have mastered the art. Uh huh. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Uh So for them, it's the same. So I'm playing this solo, and it's just amazing. Check out my amazing art. Right. You know. Right. Um. And it's probably the same with a painting or whatever else. Like, ooh, look at this awesome painting I did. You know. And it's like cool, Thomas Kincaid, but like, it's just some buildings or whatever. Right. 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 It's hard because what?
2: (laughs) What, Chris? What you just said about like. The competitors just like they create something and they're like, Look, it's art. And you're like, Well, that's just for yourself. That's confusing with what we said earlier, which is that like art is for yourself in the sense that it is internally motivated. The difference is that like art,
0: it's not true to yourself, right? It's what you think is the best, right? Because that's right. what competitors do, right?
2: Yeah, competitors are motivated by to be the bestest, and and for everyone to look at them and go that you are the best, you right. are awesome. Right. Whereas
0: an artist will often make decisions that everyone else looks at and goes, Ugh. why did you do that? Right. And, like, and the artist goes, haha. Right. That's and, right. And <laughs>
2: often what we look at as you like really understand. great art is like something that's truly risky that you put your reputation, yourself, your soul out there for everyone to see, and you you didn't care. You yes. really didn't yep. care if people you like. Really didn't like it. And this yep.
1: is why a lot of times uh, artists uh, die broke, right? And then exactly years right. later, people That's are exactly like, right. "Oh, no, no, that guy was fucking genius," yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and right. he didn't ever get to enjoy it because. Yep. At the time, and know. it's
2: not that they're not afraid to put themselves on the line, but they feel they need to to express. That's right. There's no what's other way. Inside.
0: There's no other way. It's burning.
2: Right. Where yeah. a competitor would probably do anything not to put their innermost self on the line because because it's vulnerable. It's vulnerable. Right. 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 Being it's vulnerable. About, doesn't it's about let being you strong. That's that's right. Being a you, winner. That's right. The, yeah, yeah. 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 Competitors
0: have to win. They can't be vulnerable. And so that com- thing with competitor, we could apply why competitor mm-hmm. thinks they're the best at any given hat. And we can also quickly kind of see why they can't be the best at every hat, because their lens won't let them be great at the other hat. Right. Right? right. Like right. and that's not to say, like, because look like, if you're a competitor, you're like, well, then as a scholar, I I just I have I know everything because I compete against everyone, I know all the stuff. And it's like, but you're missing part of why that is and right. the joy of like looking at it and being with it because you just want to collect it all real quick. Like, mm-hmm. I know a person who's like this, and they don't know they're a competitor and they're always competing and everything they do everyone just kind of goes like yeah that's that that didn't leave a good taste in yeah, my mouth yeah. and they can appreciate how good this guy is at stuff but they're like Why are you talking about
1: me that way <laughs>
0: <laughs> see and that's funny because we all probably <laughs> feel like that because um we do have a little competitor we all have all these
1: yes um but but it's just what's your main lens right like, right
2: right yeah.
1: that's so interesting well and it's funny too because it's like as we start talking about all these you see very quickly like because there's so much overlap because there's so much like interplay and because people often don't spend any time thinking about why they're doing things right um you may not even know so like you said like this person doesn't know they're a competitor and it's probably just because they've never had to sit down and think about why they're doing a thing. They're just, uh, this just what I like to do. And the martial art, depending on what you're studying, are sort of designed to let you believe one thing or another right. about yourself. Right, that's right. So, you know, this whole time I'm thinking about where Aikido sits in all of these, mm-hmm. and it's like depending on who you are and how this thing was presented to you originally – you may have a vastly different exactly idea right. of that's what exactly right. where you fall in that's
0: that's exactly right it. and i think so. this thing you're pointing out is the key as to why you have to have a trinity because some actors just won't care about some systems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Right, just right, because right. it's like that system was designed for uh-huh. a context to do a thing that you don't care about. Doesn't right. Completely anymore. uninteresting right. That's right. to that person. Yeah. And so that person wants to make um, uh, an objective statement that like that sucks or that is the best. And it's like – you. You for can't you, do that. That's for right, you. Right, that might right, be true. Right. Yeah. But for other kinds of actors who are also valid in their own right, that's not true. You know. Right. And to me, you see this a lot between competitors and artists. And like with Aikido, this kind of comes up a lot. And competitors look at Aikido and they're like, it sucks mm-hmm. um, because it's like it. Um, it doesn't, it can't beat any of the other martial arts and competitions. And like, um, it, no one thinks it's neato anymore. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so, because no one thinks it's neato, you don't look cool for doing it. So there's nothing good about, uh, Aikido for a competitor right now. Yeah. But for an artist, they're like, of course it's valid. Right. Like, you know, this beautiful aesthetics created and this vibe in a dojo. And like, so there's lots of room for self-expression. Miss, right? Like, yeah. Right. How can you miss the beauty and greatness of Aikido? And right. so like, they're both Right.
1: It's so interesting when we talked about being vulnerable, you know, uh, it made dings in my head because it's like um, Aikido is, uh, in Aikido, you have to make yourself vulnerable. That's Mm -hmm. just sort of how things play out. Yep. So by its very nature, competitors are probably not going to like it. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, I mean, that's just like by its very nature. So as we begin to look at this, we can see, oh, what does the system have in it? How does it start to overplay? That will begin to dictate, possibly... The types of people who are going to be right. attracted to it and then also the types of people who are going to benefit most from right. it.
0: The name I.K.E. and what it's sold as all the time should tell you that it's not for competitors because it's about a harmonious interaction. In a harmony, there is no stronger, better voice because the harmony is dependent upon both voices. Mm-hmm. Right. And so even if someone's got yeah. a, a, a like the higher register or whatever you deem to be better, the harmony is only good because of the They're, juxtaposition right, between right, right, the right. two. Mm-hmm. And so it's just – Aikido's just not for competitors. And so what I think happens, and like back back to our trinity again, is people who are competitors want to understand why Aikido might be the best. And so they read about a guy like Ueshi, Ueshiba, and, and they're like, oh, well, that guy was clearly the best. So I should want to be like him because I'm a competitor and he was the best. I'm going to be the best like him. But I think he was pointing at something that they don't right. like. Right. And right. so like they're trying to morph Aikido into something that it's not. Now – As a good scholar, personally, I could point out the logical (laughs) fallacies in the thing I just said um, because the truth is Aikido really can be whatever. And I think that is true because it's not locked in stone. And there's lots of ideas why maybe that isn't what Ueshiba meant or blah, blah, blah. But – and this is why I always come back to the zeitgeist. The zeitgeist of Aikido is it's about harmony.
1: We'll tell you what, yeah.
0: yeah. And so it's like it's not for competitors.
2: I've been holding on to a question because this is not Aikido related, Mm -hmm. but it is like sort of, I want to try and apply a little more since we're talking about actors, like applying the concepts of these various lenses and trying to figure out like where different types of people fall or Mm -hmm. what, like what you would put them, which category you would put them under. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was thinking about one yesterday and I think... So, like, this is not a martial artist technically, but this is someone with a skill set that really can handle conflict like a motherfucker. Like, so good. Um, I think of nurses mm-hmm. on psych wars mm-hmm. specifically. Like, these kind of people, like, I'm sure you guys know of them. Like, it, specific, like the stereotype of, like, the woman the, who's been working in a psych ward for a long time who can deal with all the, like, totally, like, difficult people, the ones that are going to explode any second you know the kind of people that you know are homeless and return again and again to Mm -hmm. the psych ward Mm -hmm. because they're having trouble and they they always manage to head off conflicts that could happen Mm -hmm. or predict people's needs Mm -hmm. like to me that is such an amazing example of a kind of person that has this conflict and this aheadedness. you've been talking Mm -hmm. on the videos that we just did about being ahead like that is like such a, an amazing skill set mm-hmm. what like what would you call that kind of actor what protector what?
0: Yeah. 100% protector like and and there's no doubt like and that's kind of like what i was saying about dexter's dad He's <laughs> such an enforcer uh-huh. that nothing's off the table a, a nurse is a protector she's protecting those who are in her care mm-hmm. uh-huh. now nothing's off the table because she's ruthless right, right. like <laughs> uh-huh. like you can't like say that because someone's serious or willing to do something they're not you know uh, a protector, right? Like yeah. she might be willing to kill someone who is trying to hurt someone else. And it's very unlikely because that's the last thing a protector wants to do. Right. But it might even be on the table. if she's like caring for a patient and right. someone else wants to kill them, you know, like we
1: we find this in when we talk about Aikido and we talk about like the self-defense, self-protection and people are like, well, you know, you can't, if you just kill someone, then you're something else. But it's like, no, I can be protecting myself um and destroy something. That's right. Like, you know.
0: Because the thing you're doing is in service of your to the goal. big right. overall goal. Right. And right. it isn't your big overall goal. So look, if I am a cop and I'm like, uh, I am enforcing the law by protecting everyone I come across. That is very often not enforcing the law because someone's breaking the law. Your job is to stop them from breaking Mm the law, not to protect them. Like you are kind of, in a sense, and this is a little confusing, protecting the law. Or
1: protecting society. Right, right, whatever it is. Whatever Right, right. But
0: like someone else who's really the protector, those who make the the legislation, they're actually doing the protecting. You're enforcing the protection. And I
1: I think this is where we see a lot of conflict right Mm -hmm. now with people and police officers Uh in the United States, at least, is people are coming up, Against the fact that what police officers are there for is not protection, right? It's enforcement, right? And they aren't yeah. there a, for and that. And that's a crazy concept to people that they don't like, right? It's um, funny because
2: I was just thinking about this again in the context of like nursing. I don't know why I've been thinking about this, but uh, there's this stereotype online that young people joke about, which is that like all the all my high school bullies become nurses or nurses cops uh, uh-huh huh. the women specifically Becau- like become nurses and it's like these are mean bitches who become <laughs> supposedly something that's supposed to be a very caring field right. and it's like how do those two things reconcile right. but i think what happens in that kind of position because as a nurse whatever level of nurse you're in a position of power over vulnerable people um you can be motivated to be like that really amazing stereotype of a nurse who's like an amazing protector, who's caring and-, and fierce. But then you also have people who can take that role and take it as a more of an enforcer. Exactly who right. want to enforce there the rules? Absolutely, nurses You know, like tell you you're being a bad That's patient, right. make you feel bad That's because right. you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like, and those two are like the stereotypes of it's the, that. It's position. the same
0: kind of fine line in parenting. Uh-huh. Where like um, a bad parent is either a parent who enforces their own will on the kid all the time or gives the kid whatever they want. Those are both bad parents. The A good parent rides the line of serving the kid, which right. is how can you be the strongest and most capable and most independent and able person on your own right. when you're grown up? Right. And how do I do that? And it might be sometimes not letting you eat a bunch of shit. Right. Or it might be sometimes like letting you make your own mistake so that way you'll learn from your mistake on well, your own. All kinds of smoke things. Smoke that That's right. carton of cigarettes. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> That's what you need to do, son. Um, so like it, you always have to look at what what is being served and that tells you right. the kind of actor they right, are.
2: Right. What is your base, base motivation? Right.
0: And not just what they do. Oh, they killed a person. They're a destroyer. No. What was the what was the destruction in service of? Right. If it was just in destruction, you're right. They're a destroyer. Right. But if they were protecting someone or if they were enforcing something or, I mean, this is weird, but they're creating art, right? Like, so, you know, crazy TV psycho killer shows are like this where it's right. like, I'm creating art and like this kind of thing you were saying about Dexter mm-hmm. by doing this thing. So mm-hmm. you can do it. But what is, what are you, why did you do that action? What was it in service of? That tells you what you are.
2: And what's hard about that, of course, is if you are asking the question, what was that in? service of like people tell stories and so like it's hard to get to the true well, base right. of like what is re- what is this person really motivated by versus what are they telling me well, they're motivated because, by look, like
1: we're also we also all of us live in denial <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean it's a 100 percent true we do we i mean it's uh, we live in denial
0: just like cleopatra we live in denial
1: it, i mean and so i was hoping someone to make that no joke. but <laughs> It's 100% yeah, true yeah, yeah. where it's like – No, it's not. We will <laughs> – a lot of times we don't want to admit the thing that's the truth about it. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. It's hard like, to look at. Yeah. I'm a competitor, and a lot of people don't want to admit that because yeah. there are certain stigmas that are around there. Right. I am um, an artist. I am a scholar. Right. But you don't want to admit that because you're like, well, I'm doing a martial art, so i got to be a tough guy. Right. But it's like, no – you're just into it cuz you like learning about yep. it and that's yep. a, that's yeah. fine but yeah. we don't want to we don't want to yeah. admit that to ourselves It's society's yeah. fault and they're always so, making us feel right. bad and about and so stuff. i think that's also what makes it difficult is like we don't feel comfortable enough to just be like no this is this is what i'm doing here right and just being cool with that right yeah. And right. and so we have all these weird interplays about – and this is the same reason I think like competitors maybe think they're destroyers or right, like whatever right, because right. it's like um, I can't just be okay with the thing that I am. I have to be something – there has to be something on right. top of it right. always, That's always, right. Always. That's right. Because
0: yeah. we all have that little competitor. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so I think this—I uh, think we pretty much got actors. Yeah. Um, if anyone has any questions, send it before I mean, the season's right, over. Right, right. And we'll, we and, and hit, we'll it. hit it a little yeah, more. Yeah. But um, I think this will give us a good position to jump into um, systems yeah, next. Yeah. And I, I want to go from this into systems, systems and, and then context. context. Uh, and then, Do you
1: think that that's the—so <laughs> all of these, obviously, the three, there's the interplay. Is there a way that you— set them up to think about them as your...
0: I think they're all equal. Um, But the thing is, I think in order for people to know what I'm talking about, the order of actor because I think it's the most obscured. Mm-hmm. I don't think people think of themselves as being an actor. Right, like, right, you're right, someone right, who's right, trying to achieve right, something, right. right? You
1: have an intent. Right, and
0: mm-hmm. so, yeah, but I think we feel like we're just kind of the center of the universe, and so it's like, well, my intent must be all intents, <laughs> like, you know? And yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so throwing a light on it and going, hey, what kind of person are you? Yeah, yeah. Then, right. from that, we can go what kind of systems would you like? And then we can kind of go, like, okay, what within, are systems yeah, yeah, yeah. even answering?
1: Right. right. Um, no, that's, and I think... Uh, that's i think you do have to put context last in a way um because it exists within the other two
0: yeah i mean the truth is no matter where you look at it they're all equal so you can always go like whoa but you got to understand this one to get this one I'm, i'm saying
1: like from a linear uh at least for me like a thinking like a like a thinking position of how uh-huh. I would set it out. In yeah. The, yeah. Like, I mean, I it, think it makes the, more sense because
0: so. of the, like, to me, I'm going from the darkest corner. Right. To, to the lightest. Right, corner, To the
1: one. Uh-huh. Kinda, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and um, it, so you
2: would want to go actors, context, uh, system. That's because right. System
1: uh, is the most, no, s- no. system context.
0: Yeah. So oh, so to me, context, when we talk about it, will be like no duh um, when we have the, this right. other mm-hmm. foundation. So it's the one so. that will get the brightest. But if I start talking about the brightest one now, it will overwash the other oh, two. Right, yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that's kind of the thing is like you got to get the light. Like,
1: and it's funny because the way that you came about it. Mm-hmm. Right, you went to con- the opposite. You went to context first, right? And you're like, okay, why can't I figure this out? And it's because there were two other things that you needed That's to right. have That's an exactly understanding right. of. That's exactly yeah. right. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like yeah. it. Yeah,
0: it's funny because what I wanted to understand first was systems like that. Sure, I was like, sure, oh, what martial arts system? But I was like, oh, you can't understand systems that understand context. So I spent a long time working on context. And then you're like, and I was like, what? why can't I get it? Why can't I fucking get it? <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and
1: then like realizing after and just flesh it all out real yeah. quick. Nice. Um, okay. So is that it for this one then? I think that's it. That's for this great. One. Yeah. Good. I hope people are enjoying the way that this season is going to play out. Cause I really think it's cool. Like I like the idea of like, here's a central theme. We're going to pick a new topic every, uh, week. There's going to be some Aikido in there. Cause right. it's that's just what, we're doing, what yeah. it is um it's a lot less exhausting so. for me yeah. i know if you guys feel the same but it's like
0: i knew what we were going talking into yeah. it i didn't have to think about right, it or flesh right, it out right, because right. it's already concept i understand and right. so it's
1: just like oh we'll just talk about it and it's, it's nice to so we know what we're talking about but within there there's just all sorts of dis- you know because sure. yeah i'm sure people heard several times where i was like mm, oh and the light bulb goes off so all right yeah all right let's, let's thank our patrons. Uh, yeah that let's sounds thank awesome them.
2: Thank you so much, you guys. We really appreciate, uh, especially those of you that, and I think Stuck most around. all of you, uh, like stood by us even while we were not podcasting. And that is yeah. very, very wonderful and sweet. Um, and so we're we were mind thankful.
1: podcasting, by the way. Yeah, just for <laughs> just, <laughs> we were just yeah. we were doing it. Just it, there was With nothing. Our minds. There was no our recording devices. Like. <laughs>
2: If you could read my mind, I'm podcasting in right here 24 <laughs> 7. <laughs> I don't know if you'd like this podcast, but it's in here. Yeah. Um, thank you so much to Kwang Ding, Tian, Spain, Abney, Logan, I'm new here. Heinrichs, no you're not. Uh, Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, The Dirt Wasp Podcast. Atemi Chris, The Lightweight Champion of Heavy Touching. Mm-hmm. Brad V, Brooke Ferragamo, Ben, Experiencing My Way Through Life, Aldrich. Okay. Tommy Siv, right. Francis Cordon. Never satisfied, endlessly curious, recklessly optimistic, d- dilettante taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave Dewberry, ascension Center, Sam Soulian, O'con Ayrton, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Franz, Sometimes I Pay Attention, Sometimes. Martinson, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Matt Mumford, and Grant Templin says, just checking something. Just checking. I think he's trying to see, like, yeah. are you actually reading hey, you, the, actually the newest reading. names? Just checking. Uh, just checking. I know, I know what you're up to, Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't pull one over on me.
0: It's like, maybe you guys, yeah, maybe he thinks we recorded these a long time ago. Oh. So that was our idea, by the way, Grant. But yeah, um, didn't, we didn't fucking didn't happen. Didn't happen.
1: So, uh, so now we're back to week to yeah. week. The thing <laughs> yeah. that we weren't. week to week, yeah, <laughs> thing <laughs> we hated <laughs> doing. Yeah. But here's the thing: because we came up with sort of this new concept of what we're doing, it's much easier. Yeah, because yes. even though we're doing it week to week. I already know now what we're going to talk about next week. That's right. So I can start planning. Easy pie. pie.
2: And, and, you know, having a nice long rest, I feel like, fresh again um, to be able to enjoy it. I I, I I had a great time today. Good. Um, And so then uh, our other thing now that we're doing is uh, we're doing um, shout-outs to various dojos. So if you have a dojo um, that you want to do a shout-out for— And all um, of our
1: patrons— I would assume most of them have some place that they go and for study. sure,
2: and at least a few of them have their own, like so. their own dojo. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Um, we wanna we wanna promote you because it's the least that we can fucking do. Um, so we're happy to do it. Um, so this one comes from Mike Rodriguez. He's wanting to shout out uh, Aikido West Redding in uh, West Redding. Um,
1: Pennsylvania. 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 I'm like, uh, (laughs)
2: Um, so yeah, so check out Aikido West Redding. Dojo chose Michael Harrell. He's a fourth Don. Um, So yeah, so go, go check them out. What's their
1: contact info? Their
2: contact info is Aikido Aikido West at gmail.com. And, and that's
1: Reading, R E D D. R E
0: A D. R E. Looks so like reading. It's my probably brain.
1: reading. I think it's Reading, Pennsylvania. Well, he said he, did he, s-
0: say he sent me a thing, and he said it's like Reading, California. Oh, okay. But maybe yeah. he saw Reading, California, and didn't hear it, and thought it's Reading. Who knows? Reading. I, no I, know
2: I, I, know. I hope that I'm saying it's it right. It's either
0: Reading or Reading, Pennsylvania.
1: Red.
2: He messaged about last week and said it was great, so I don't think I said oh, it yeah, wrong. He was oh, oh, so we'll yeah.
1: He would have said, "You guys, you guys yeah. messed it up. Don't fuck it up." Yeah. So if you are someone who does. You want a shout out? Uh, send us that information. Yeah. Um, Happy to do it. Where you're at? Uh, How people get maybe a, hold a tiny little bio kind of thing. Um, just Boy, in terms yeah, I'm of like for a lot, we well, like, like, might not read your I bio, mean, but like a one it, sentence. But at least we'll have yeah. it to be yeah, able yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. We'll say it. Um, or, yeah, whatever yeah. That's right. what I'm. Saying. Yeah, like yeah. the
2: style that you do, uh, yeah, or and then
1: uh, contact information. That's a good one. You know, whether it's a Facebook page or Instagram, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll. We'll shout you out.
2: And if you're ever in the neighborhood, come stop by. You can Fresno. 3333 yeah. uh, West Sussex. <laughs> come, come check us
1: out. Put it in the Google Maps That's in right. Fresno. You'll find it. We get a lot. No, it's true. So we get a lot of people coming through. And it's like, how would you find out about it? Google Maps? Yep. Google
2: Maps will do Lots it.
1: Lots of people just apparently go on Google Maps It uh, search for, I think what they do is they search and then Google Maps just brings up yep. the closest place to wherever they're at and yeah. blah, blah, blah.
2: Thank yeah. God for the internet.
1: Thank yeah. God. All right. That's it then, huh? Talk to you next week.